0: Especially for you When you think you're about
3: Good morning. My name is Gray Bunn, and I am 11 years old. Your list is free on the inside. My papa, Diggie Joe Lewis.
2: Welcome once again to our weekly internet program. I'm your host, Brother Joel Lewis, and you're listening to Free on the Inside, an internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you can be in Christ Jesus. We're excited this morning about our guest that's holding on right now. Our guest is on the line right now, and I'm excited about this young man coming forth and sharing his gift and his talent with our listening audience. And this is the first time that we brought this type of format to our show, but it's a well-needed format here, and we're talking about marriage Oh, marriage is a powerful thing, but sometimes we just don't understand, sometimes we just don't get it right. And so without any further delay, I'd like to bring to you right now Reverend Corey Jefferson, the marriage coach for today. Good morning. Good
1: morning, Brother Joe. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate this time and opportunity.
2: Oh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I've been trying to uh, get you on here for quite a while, but I'm glad that uh, that you're available today. So please introduce yourself to our listening audience.
1: Well, I'm Corey Jefferson. I'm the senior pastor of Poema Christian Church, located in Dallas, Texas. Uh, it's, it's a very unique ministry. Poema is, is Greek for workmanship, or handiwork. Ephesians two and ten says that we're God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Um, it's actually uh, equated to a masterpiece, and our thing is, if we're God's masterpiece, and we should not only just look like it, but we should act like it in all forms of matter. And so we, we teach the truly how tos of the Bible, you know, to walk in victory, to to be the epitome of God's word in His creation. And so, uh, so, so ministry, I'm excited about. It. I'm very passionate about it, and you know, we really look to transform lives of, of the people. Truly, that's that, that's that's our main goal.
2: Main goal. And you know that that is so true. That is so true. Now, tell us, uh, Rem Court, how did you get involved in this marriage to, uh, counseling?
1: You know, uh when what is a pastor, you know, you always have flock, you know, that, that want to get married, and then you have a lot of them that come to you for counseling, even as they're you know going through their marriages, and and even still, you know, you would have people uh, through friends or family, you know, that would call you up and, and want to be married. They may not be under a pastor or have a particular kind of covering, and and they're wanting to be married for different type of reasons, and and I would see um, a very high turnover rate when it came to divorcing you know, uh, quickly, even as quick as they got married, many of them were getting divorced. Um, and so a lot of the things that wasn't happening was they weren't receiving what I call uh, challenging counseling, or counseling that revealed, you know, the, the necessities of success for a marriage. And so what me and my wife began to do, we began to look at the things that were, that were plaguing the marriages, but also the things that would feed marriages. And, and just being realistic, you know, at a, at a young age, in our relationship, my wife and I, we got married when we were 21 years old. We've been married uh, almost 19 years now, but in our second year of marriage, we got separated. Um, and so, so we looked at what took place, what transpired in our relationship, and even what helped us to get back together and grow stronger and continue to grow stronger. And we began to put these elements together in a way that we believe is helpful for all couples.
2: Oh, that is powerful that is powerful and now, as you uh developing your marriage courses and your counseling and stuff, some things that are that we need to bring to the forefront uh, how important it is to seek adequate counseling prior to marriage
1: oh man it is it is so necessary uh it's it's like medicine uh, before you go into surgery it truly it is and and it really does and I think there has been a a circus kind of counseling. That's been done in years past And nothing wrong, nothing wrong with surface counseling And what I mean by surface counseling You know it's more along the lines of You know how much do you love this person Or are, are you ready to get married uh, You know it's, it's just really working out Butterflies and it's preparing them for, for the big day And it might be preparing them for our first days In life but I believe that you know Adequate counseling deals With 10 years down the line You know what's taking place in your marriage Um, it's really calling together some things that y'all probably haven't discussed or looked like because, you know, when two people, you know, agree to get married, uh, they really get excited about the details of the wedding day and the honeymoon for, for the guys. But a lot of things are pushed aside because they're looking wholeheartedly for the wedding day instead of a life of marriage together. And so what we try to do, you know, in our counseling is we unpack bags, um, we bring elements from the past to the table so that so that each each person can make a very disciplined decision about this person they say that they love, and, and we need them to know that this is for the rest of your life. And so, so so can you buy off on this baggage that's coming in, or can you release this baggage? You know, I think everybody has a right to know, you know, the person uh, from the past as well as the person you try to move into the future with. So and that's just, that's just you know uh, one element of the marriage counseling. Of course, there, there are several other things that we do as well.
2: Yes, sir. And we have our phone line that's lit up. But uh, along the same line, of course, I want to ask before we bring in any guests that wants to share some thoughts or make a comment regarding their marriage. Um, what is the length of time, based on your experience, that uh, the, for a couple to get counseling? Because sometimes we're kind of uh, in a rush and a haste, and we, just, uh, we have other priorities. But what is a good uh, length of time?
1: Any, anywhere from three to six weeks yeah, Anywhere from three to six You know, I, I have I have a standard of, of three weeks of meeting with them And, and I think, you know, three weeks goes from foundation And In that time we can see if there are some, some heavier things that we really need to deal with And from time to time, I mean, we come across some couples uh, That really come uh, from a good covering What I mean by that, a, a, a pastor and, and a church family that's really breathed into them and taught them, held them accountable in their singleness, and so when they come to the table, uh, you know what? They have some financial stability. Uh, they've been discipled, faithful living, honorable lifestyle. Those kind of things make it a lot easier. You know when when it, you know if if they're not a part of our ministry and they come from another ministry, in which you know they've really been supported and. Importance into, but then there are those cases. You know, you have some real unique things that, that happen, and we have to take some time on certain issues. So, certain issues we might we might spend maybe two weeks or three weeks just on one thing alone, just depending on, on the nature of it
2: yeah yeah and that is so true that is so true and that's something that we don't really uh consider as we uh, get married and we have a caller here on the line here and we're going to just take a moment here and are going to allow them to come in and chime in and, and join in the conversation so just good morning caller you on the net good morning caller okay caller i assume that you just want to listen to the program thank you very much and just continue to hold on and uh if you have an opportunity, please chime back in, and we'll bring in you we we'll bring you in to join the conversation. Good morning, Carla. You on the net? Hello. Yes, caller. Yes, you on the net? We're speaking with uh, Rem Cori this morning about marriage counseling.
1: How you doing, Room Cori? I'm oh, pretty good. How you doing? Yeah, um, there's some special questions I really want to ask you today, uh,
2: Okay.
1: Uh, what kind of bible principles do you really use in order uh when you uh when we're counseling going yeah yeah what, what what scriptures do you use when you uh, oh. yeah all, all all of us are are biblical or biblical scriptures or biblical principles all around um particularly the heavy end that I use and, and this is what I use, for my, my core bit of counseling, coming from Ephesians uh, chapter 5, uh, with, starting with the verse 22 going throughout. Right there when you talk about when you see the wives submitting to the husbands, husbands loving your wives, you really see core roles defined. And with that, you know, you're really able to open up the box into people's lives. A lot of the problems that we have in marriages is that we don't know what role we ought to play, play biblically. And so, and so, these scriptures right here really define and open up in a key way to let us know how we should operate in our marriages. So, uh, it's biblical principles such as that, of course, we go back to Genesis as well, and you can you we also begin to see how tragic struck in relationships due to the failure of responsibilities as well. So, so those kind of things. Yeah. Um. Then you said being subject to your to your mate, right? Yeah. You, uh You're not really saying that. Don't 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 just be a fool for him or nothing like that. But it's just mostly it's, it's a it's a a give and take relationship, right? Well, I yeah. In, in every in, well, in, in every regard, uh, particularly let me go into a, to one area. Um, uh, when the Bible talks about that, the wives are to submit to their husband. As the head of the uh, the wife As unto Christ That's not Women have a tendency And even men have a tendency to see that word Submit as a form of dictatorship But it's not a form of dictatorship It really means Is that the wife plays the part Of a uh, How can you say it uh, A supporting actress As the man plays the lead role But both operate under the direction Or under the director Of Christ itself Now the thing about this is Is that the woman has a responsibility Because she signed up for this under the director And so regardless of what that man does She has a part to play in it That's the role that she signed up for But it is a ministry And it is not a mastering process See what the wife does for a husband Is a ministry unto God And what the husband does For for the wife as loving you know the wife the, and Believe it or not, the, the husband does have the hard part. You know, love sounds so simple, but it is more than that because you talk about a covering, and so so he has the responsibility of caring for. And we know we know guys that as we enter into a role of headship, that we held to a higher accountability, a higher standard, and so 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 it's it's not a dominating kind of thing. And yeah, it is it is give and take, but it's give and take. Regarding the Bible, regarding the Word of God, because those are the things that work, and so so it's not based on feeling; it's based on commitment to God. Yeah, and also, how about uh, bringing uh, one of the main things, like bringing uh, debt into the marriage, like uh, getting married and you're not really financially responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we talk about we talk about debt. Uh, how do you handle finances? And we, we, let's let's be real about this thing. Ninety uh, percent of the marriages that happen, they they are not financially where they want to be. But we do believe this. We have to know that that when we enter into this covenant of God, because the Bible talks about, or or scriptures really talk about, and show how how this is an honorable institution. And if this is an honorable institution instituted by God, God can bless this thing if we do it his way. So you can bring two incomes together and have an awesome life, but there has to be discipline and has to be structure with that thing. And so I believe, you know, that, that one person might be, you know, unstable in our finances, but the other person, knowing their gifts, can come in and work together. And and that really kind of falls along. with what you're talking about with the give and the take. And we talk about that as well, who has what kind of strength in the marriage just because just because I'm the man and uh and I bring home the money, I may not know how to balance the money. My wife she might be awesome when it comes to numbers. It does not mean I'm less than a man because I allow the wife to kind of just talk about or or help manage the finances, but guess what? I'm I'm truly involved when we talk about where those finances go and what's happening with those things. So so you yeah. know that's that's the kind of way that we look at that. Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what 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 sort of uh, statistics uh, do you really have? Uh, uh, what time spans do you mostly use in uh, the average marriages? I'm, I'm sorry, you, you mean? As far as what to, to see success, that our counseling has worked or anything in that regards. Uh, when basically when you've seen problems start coming up, with counseling or without counseling, you know, or or, or you mean a typical a typical that? marriage. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you see, I tend to say that within that within that first six months to a year. Uh, you'll begin to see a lot of things take place. Even things that, you know, that we, we covered in counseling. Because one of the things that we do in counseling, we allow them to know what things happen at what stages of your marriage. You know, just just based on, you know, the marriages that, that we see and that we experience, uh, there are a couple of things that, that automatically happen. There are times, guys, when, when when we wake up and we look at our, our spouse and, we may not feel that, that heart thrive that we felt at one point in time. And it doesn't mean that you know, that we don't love them. It's just a stage of life that we go through when, when we get just so used to each other uh, and that thing does come back, but sometimes, you know, when you look at your spouse and, and you don't like them, no, you love them, but you don't like them, and that's a very hard statistic. How do you deal with that? Does does that mean that the thing is over? No, it doesn't. It means now we got to press harder to get back to, to what we need to do to to go forward, and so we get them ready for it. Things like that. Um, it's probably also within the first year that you see that you see problems from family. That play into the marriage as well, because you understand, yeah, you understand that the two are coming together, and when they're coming together, it should be a tear away from. Now, the family, now, we're not talking about that there is no relationship with mom and daddy, cousin, uncle, and any of them. But the Bible says that, you know, that there is a leave and cleave for this reason. The man shall leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife the two shall become one flesh. And that's, that's hard to deal with because when holidays come, when birthdays come, when certain things pop up, you know, we want to go back into those areas. And, but sometimes, guys, there is a, there's a, a bigger need to minister to your marriage. And, and you can't always be there for the sake of of your marriage. So we talk about how do you deal with those things, or or when you've been a, you've had a father, and you're you're a young woman, you had a father that's been so heavily involved in every step of your life, and now do you follow the husband's word based on God, or do you follow daddy's word that's always been there for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you sound like uh, you can identify I'll, with that way. I also found that most women mostly uh, patting the men after their fathers, too. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you, you have those, and and that's not necessarily a bad thing because, you know, you're going from one covering to the next. And and with that, particularly if you've had a father that signed off, you know, on this husband, uh, he knows the system that it's going to. And I do believe this. I I believe that, that fathers should raise their daughter spiritually to recognize the value in a man that could carry on not at, at his level but even at a higher level so that there's no issues down the line. But, see, so many times a father isn't there to co-sign that or even to show the value. See, see, a lot of fathers, and, well, there are fathers. Let me say not a lot of them. There are fathers that have allowed culture and so many other things to raise The daughter And define the daughter And so that When some man jumps up He may not fit the standard That the father would like But maybe the father Hadn't taken the time To show the daughter What a real man looks like Because he hadn't walked That thing out spiritually himself
2: Yeah, yeah Yeah, you're right Brother Daniel, that's a great set of questions right there. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And once Appreciate we continue, hold on, we got a couple other colleagues that's on the line here. Just hold on. And Brother Daniel is our co-host of our program here, Reverend Corey. Awesome. So awesome. we thank him for coming on. He has some uh, very valid questions here and, and something that need to be answered. Yes. There. So just hold on mm-hmm. there, Brother Daniel. And you are listening to uh, uh, Free on the Inside, uh, our weekly internet program. Today we have our guest on, uh, Reverend Corey Jefferson, uh the marriage coach and you too can join in the conversation. The number is three one oh nine eight two forty one twenty six and get your uh uh questions and uh as regarding marriage and also if you're getting ready to enter marriage something that you need to be aware of. We just spoke on uh on the length of time for uh, adequate counseling based on his experience and we touched on the financial aspect of it and we hit a little bit about friends and I wanted to bring that up again because as I have been married for quite a while, and like yourself, uh, 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 Reverend uh, Carey, I have been divorced, and then we got remarried. But then that was something that I had to learn in between about friends. You know, some, yes. you know the wife and myself said, well, you had these friends. Who are they? What are they all about? I don't like them. I don't like <laughs> her. I don't like the scenario. How do couples handle situations like that at this time?
1: Again, it's all about defining the value. Uh, of your marriage, believe it or not, and, and where you want to go. And so when you start talking about defining the value, you've got to begin to look at those things that might be harmful to where you see your marriage going. Um, it's very necessary that communication takes place in the beginning about friendships, about their status, about their standards, believe it or not, because uh, uh, the role of a friend should not allow their friend to enter into any form or any kind of conduct or practice that will hurt them. Now, when we become married, we become as one. So, that's what? The the things that I'm involved in influence my wife. It influences my household, and so my friends should be able to support me and the best for my wife and for my household. And so, we got to begin to look at okay, what friends are in this thing to win it, and not selfish, because some of our friends love what we used to be to them and be able to do with them. And so, so um, even before you get married. Uh, with counseling I believe there needs to be sit down with friends as well and and, and allow them to know that this is my spouse. Uh, it's me, her, and God. And this is the role that I need you to play in this by supporting. Matter of fact, even when you look at at, at the vows, uh, when a person gets married, it says dearly beloved, we're gathered together here in the presence of God and in the sight or in the face of this company those are your supporters, and so, so your friends are there to support. Now, everybody can't go with you into your relationship. Everybody, everybody can't support you at your marriage relationship, and so you need to define that, what's healthy and what's not.
2: You know, you know that is so true. I, you know what? I never thought about that. We have another call on line. I want to come back and readdress that, that you had just mm-hmm. said about, uh, you know, and uh, telling your friends about, because we never do. We just show up, we marry. You know, yeah. I'm to talk about that. mm
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh, Good morning, <laughs> caller. You're on the net. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm on the program.
3: Well, how are you today? Well, well, oh,
1: I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you?
3: I'm doing fantastic, my name is LaShondra Lewis. I am uh Deacon Lewis's wife here, and I wanted to let you know that I have enjoyed so far what I've been hearing and also oh, uh, from attending your uh, previous marriage seminar that we attended. It was such a great um seminar, and I did oh, learn you. a lot there and I'll uh, enjoy I it. have one question for you uh okay. on on this marriage seminar that I have been, I wanted to ask a few times about mail that uh, we receive. Is it appropriate or is it okay for us to be able to open up each other's mail? (laughs)
1: Well, let let me go back. And and again, it's necessary in your relationship that y'all define your comfort areas and your comfort zones. Um, what we do in, in, in our in our in our counseling, we talk about what should be free, you know, and, and and things that you're uncomfortable with, and why you might be uncomfortable with it. Now, I can't I can't deem whether whether it's good, or right, or or wrong for, for you to do that. But that, but in the realm of your marriage, you know, that that's something that y'all need to define. And and if not, why? Why is that? Now. If you're asking me personally, you know, my my feelings, I can give my my personal feelings, let me put this disclaimer, it is my personal, and this is what works in the Jefferson household here. Because we are as one, and we're seeking God in our marriage daily, it's it's nothing hidden in our mail. Amen. for, For one, if something comes to me, I have to know that it impacts my whole household. And so and so, I'm endangering or jeopardizing not just me, but even my wife's well-being to keep something from her that's going to impact her life as well with me. Now, that's personally from the Jefferson household, so I had to put that out there. But, again, you must define, you know, you must define what takes place. Because, you know, I'll be real with you, not everybody is mature enough to handle mail and messages. Okay. There, there and, and let me put it this way. If if you have a person in your relationship that is not at a level to to, to have or use self control, or to not use what we call called wisdom, and they fly off the handle when they see a bill come through, and it's it's connected to a, a disconnect note, um, they may not know how to handle certain things at that level. Now, I'm not saying keep it from them. Definitely, I'm not. I'm just saying, you know, that we ought to be able to grow and important to our spouse so that they're mature enough to handle everything with our lives. So I hope that answered the question.
0: Wonderful.
3: Thank you. That that did answer the question. And yes, I got one more, and then I'm going to uh, release it back to you all. Um, money. Mm-hmm. Should we be open to... Each other's um, financial situations, such as if I get money, I should tell him, or he gets money, he should tell me, or should he hide
1: uh, <laughs> money that he
3: gets? Well, you, you <laughs> use the
1: word you, you, you use the word hide. So let me key in on that word hide. Hide means that certain things are revealed, like I'm, I'm sorry, that are covered up. Um, okay.
3: You know,
1: uh, <laughs> when, I, when I think of covered up, I think of and again, this is me talking on this level, and I, and I pray I'm not offending anyone. But when I hear the word "covered up," you know, I, I think about you know, deceive, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and and I I, I I do I do believe, guys, that in order to have a healthy spiritual marriage, everything has to be on the table, so that both sides can grow together. If I'm keeping resources to myself, knowledge to myself, it is not pouring into the person that I call my better half. Amen. And we both can't grow together. And if Amen. we can't grow together, now listen to this, if we can't grow together at a time when life is beating me down, I can't depend on my better half to be strong for me if I'm not pouring into them. If they are only getting half of the source, half of the resource, half of the information, and that's a lot of problems that you see when a person dies in a marriage that that a spouse is left out to hang dry because they don't know the information that should have been shared.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so this true. is uh, Sister Gilmore. I'm with Sister LaShondra Lewis. On yes, that ma'am. note, um, mm-hmm. what I would like to interject is if you're trying to save to grow the the family
3: mm-hmm.
0: and the other the spouse does not know how to save seeing all they earn. Uh So you're trying to keep it not as a secret secret, like I don't want to share with you, but I want to have something for us to go on vacation on or get a bigger home or in case of emergency. Is that hiding or is that being concerned with the family whole and not giving the spouse everything they want?
1: No, no. Well, again, Remember, I said I'm keying in on the word that was used to hide. Now,
0: Oh.
1: Th- yeah, I used the, that's the word that was used, hide. Okay. Now, I can share information, but they don't have to have access to all of that funds. That's a different right, thing. Right, but it's
0: because of conflict because you're sharing the information. Like, well, I know we have it, so why can't
1: yeah. I? No, no, no. This, this, this is what we do. Because, again, we should, even though they might have have problems with managing it or spending it, we still need to allow them to know that they play a vital part of this. Because, and let's talk. Let's see if we're talking about people, you know, uh, two two members that both bring home a check. And so, so right. if they're contributing to the household, then they have a need to know what's going on with that fund. Now, now you might you might do this as as the more responsible one for finances, okay. How much do you need not only just to survive a week but to do some other things and, and enjoy some certain things? And so so there's certain things put aside because, you know, we're working from a budget. Amen. And Amen. So, so, so if we're not working for, 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 from a budget, then the rest of this conversation is null and void. But since we're exactly. working from a budget, if we're working from a that, budget. I
0: think that's the key word, is that yeah, yeah, understanding yeah. we have a budget. Yeah. And the budget is not all the check every time. Mm-hmm
1: right and, and this is this is what we do here there's there's a budget here's some spending money for the spouse. here's some spending money for me and so so on right. on the every two weeks, I give my wife i put it in the email form to where it shows. This is how much went to saving. This is how much that's in there. These are our bills right here. This is where that money is going aside. Here is the money, you know, that's yours. Here's this money that's mine. Here's money for entertainment listed. I mean, we, we, particularly that thing came in handy for Christmas, I'm trying to tell you. Amen. But, again, that means we're working from a budget. And I'm not hiding it from her. And, 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 and though, she has a part, a big part to play in this thing. But, you know, I'm right. the one that handles the money because I know I'm stronger in that area. But she sure feels Amen. better because she knows where where it's going and she can see it. And if she can see it, she don't have to have it in her hands. There you go.
0: Amen. All mm-hmm. right. I Very agree. good.
3: Thank you for that answer because uh, it really has enlightened my thought about it. So uh, we appreciate you. and. Thank you for being on
0: the show with us today, and we're going to go thank ahead you.
2: and turn it back over to uh, Joel. And, um, hey, speaking, Lewis. <laughs> hey, my sister. Thank you all for calling in, and you all have a great day. And continue to listen to our program and be informed about, all right. uh, about marriage. Okay, Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I enjoyed it. Oh, Rev. Corey, thank you. Thank you for uh, answering those questions that was being uh, oh, presented. You. Now, as the ladies were sharing, and, you know, uh-huh. we had two, uh, two train of thoughts as I got out of the conversation. One is about uh-huh. saving and the other is about being annoying. You know, that's a fine line there. Uh-huh. And I like the way you handle it. That's a fine line between am I hiding yeah. the money or am I trying to save the money for uh, unseen events? Because we as men, we're we yeah. are, we are hunters and gatherers.
1: Right, you know, we right. like
2: to, uh, you know, and, and plus, you know, if something happens, I can't go over to you and say, "Hey, Reverend, I need to, I need a hundred dollars," because I'm a man.
1: Yeah.
2: I, you know, right. I feel like I should be able to take care of my family, but a woman, they don't have that sense <laughs> of boundary. They can go call up such so, so girl, girl, we in my hood, we fell on hard times, help me, you know, and they <laughs> <help her. laughs> But we as a man, where well, our pride has been d- damaged.
1: Yeah. And
2: so yeah. If, if our wife come to us and say, "Hey, uh, w- uh, we got a problem here. We got a hundred dollar. We, you uh, no, we our air conditioning unit is out. Don't you have yeah. the money? You know, baby, yeah. I budgeted. I showed you everything I yeah. had. and we wouldn't have went yeah. out to dinner, we wouldn't have bought these curtains. Right. Yeah. The cond- <laughs> and, and,
1: and, can, and can I speak to another side of that because I, yes, I, I yes. want to be transparent and, and I want to show both halves, because uh, we can each testify to how. Grandma, a, a big mama, or a Madeleine, how she had, you know, a secret stash from time to time—and and I identify that. that <laughs> Sometimes they had those stashes because their husband was was on a rampage in life. <laughs> Now you know where I'm going with
2: <laughs> you, you,
1: you know you know if Papa used to used to when he get his check he'd go out and spend everything on drinking and whatever kind of life, and she's there with the kids trying to take care of the household and keep it all together and and and, and trying to really even cover for him, yes, yeah, she had that i mean she might take bits and pieces and put it to the side because he may come home and try to take things out of the house, and it's gonna hurt the house, you know what. I, I, I see, I see certain things, you know, benefits when it came to that happening. Um, but again, if we're talking about healthy marriages, you know, both that are seeking God, you know, I, I, I think that that everything needs to be on the table.
2: Hey, okay, hey, yeah, and that's so true. That is so true, and that's something uh, that people are not aware of. You know, I, I do a juvenile ministry, and I talk to young men that's eighteen years old, and they said that they. They either uh, want to get married, or they some of them are already married, nineteen, twenty years old, and they incarcerate. They separate from their family, but their foundation yeah. is being uh, their foundation is not secure. Their foundation is being shaken because they have no clue of being married. They have no clue of fatherhood, of or, or being a parent, yeah. or being a responsible person.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can identify with that again. You know, I I, I believe you know that that we got to begin to pour pour into our 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 children, our youth, in a way that really makes them successful for life. You know, uh, father showing their father showing their son, you know, what a man of God is and how to take care of their family, and 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 the mother showing their daughters. You know, how, how to truly be a blessing and a helpmeet to that man to walk beside him, not up under him or behind yes. him, but, but walk beside him, and so they could truly fulfill God's purpose for family itself. These are things that has to be taught. You know, I, I think we might have gotten away from some of those kind of things because of the way the society is going, but it's so necessary. Yeah, it
2: is. And, you know, I do a jail ministry also, and I tell young men that we study Bible principles in life, and you can't separate one from the other. You show right. Bible in life, you can't separate. I got my. No, you can't. You can't separate. It. And I share yeah. with them guys uh, success. You know, sometimes the world defines success as the money, the fame, the reputation, but God mm-hmm. uh, counts success as being honorable and pleasing to God, you know, and I tell men, the success of a man is not measured in his jobs or his finances, but success on the outside of God, a man is coming home and being a responsible father.
1: You know, my yeah, dad raised
2: yeah. us with a very little – you know, he didn't have an education. I didn't know it, but he worked uh-huh. construction jobs. He worked, uh, yeah. uh you know, warehouse jobs. But to me, he was successful. He doesn't think that men did. But as I look yeah. back, I dismiss the bad things, and I think about how successful, as I'm an adult, how he put up with our jobs on a day-to-day uh-huh. basis to make sure I had a roof over my head. I would come home and I would see little kids' furniture being set out, and I was so scared that that would happen to us. But thank God that my dad and mother always had us protected. So to me, success is being able to take care of your home and also honoring God.
1: That's right. That's right. The the ability to manage the blessings that came from God and the gifts that came from God. Yeah, that's what it is, the ability to manage those things that come from him. Because none of it's ours, and we can't take it with us. And it so, so, why, why, so why, why not grow? Why not grow what He's given us? Because that's what we're held responsible for and accountable to. Yeah,
2: that that is so true. Rev, this has been a great, great, great conversation here. Before we go any further, here we have our co-hosts back on the line here. But I wanted to ask you some other things concerning marriage. Now, you have a okay. marriage seminar coming up. Will you please give us yeah. some insight on that?
1: January thirty first uh, in the Dallas area uh, at, our, at our physical location sixty six. 26 R.L. Thornton uh, Freeway, we do an as-one marriage ministry workshop. We try to do it once a month or every other month. And So the first of the year is taking place Friday, January 31st at 7 p.m. And and this is actually entitled Celebrating Your Spouse. You know, we bought in the the New Year celebrating, you know, that which we're going to do. But I think it's also necessary that we learn how to celebrate our spouse. What does that mean? When you're, when you're in the public eye, what is it that you're showing, demonstrating, telling, expressing about your spouse, even when they're not there? That kind of thing really goes a long way. One, what it does is it encourages young singles, just singles all around, uh, about, about the beauty of, of marriage, you know, uh, we have some now that say, I don't need to be married because we can just live together and I don't have to have all these other responsibilities. But, you know, when we begin to celebrate our spouse, you know, through, through an honorable marriage of God, you know, I believe that it encourages. I also believe that when you celebrate your spouse publicly, when you talk about the awesomeness of it, it also keeps predators away from your marriage. Amen. There, there are some people that love a married man. And so, yeah. so when you're not talking about how great your spouse feels, it's almost like an attraction saying, you know what, I smell blood in the water. Things may not be good, all right, at that household. And so, so we want to we wanna go through some exciting, you know, activities, uh, some wonderful discussions. And it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, so definitely um, we, we invite everybody to attend to this.
2: Again, the date and the time?
1: January 31st, that's a Friday, it's at 7 p.m. It is at Poema Church, P-O-I-E-M-A, Poema Christian Church, 6626 R.L. Thornton Drive, Dallas, Texas, 75232. And, and if you've got any questions, you can give me a call uh, at 972-815-5651, or you can go on Facebook and like Poema Church. We always post the information there as well.
2: Great, great. You know, I have attended one of your seminars, uh, Marriage Courses, me and my wife, some time ago. It truly was a blessing, and I was so inspired because I know in one Bless of our discussion topics came up about toothpaste. Here's and here's toothpaste. You know, these get, you know,
3: people get divorced over toothpaste. <laughs>
2: right, yeah, yeah, little things like that. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. And, and, you know, and it's great to be able to sit down and we look at it, and you know, and then you start hearing the other things. and You say, "Wow, the hour ain't like that bad," but you know, one, there's just a little bitty thing that destroys marriages. Uh, <laughs> uh, me and my wife' marriage have went, uh, you know, in the, uh, went through its roughy, rough and, and difficult times, but we thank God that we're here. But I wanted to uh, touch bases with you and uh, bring to the forefront as I go to church and as I know the power of God. It hurts me to see so many people are separating in the body. Now, some of my yeah. I mean, well once they end the body, they married, then all of a sudden, they gone. And it's just, a man, isn't God great? Isn't? Yeah, is, uh, yeah. Uh, based on your thing, how do we as Christians that are married to be able to talk to other people? Uh, a lot of times, they don't share that. Uh, you know, what? How can you avoid something like that? What can? How can we be a stopgap or stand in the gap for things like that? Because it's a, it's a shame I don't want to go to church And, yeah. and you know We prayed yeah. to God On one side But we had to divorce On Monday We yeah. got at the courthouse But we pray to God Yeah Sometimes those things happen Sometimes they happen
1: Right Yeah Well well, what it is I, I think just You know Just really acting on, on what you see You know In a spiritually led way Spiritually led And compassionate way You know uh, As married couples we, we all go through The same kind of struggles And oftentimes, as you look upon another brother or sister in the church, you can even see their countenance and and know what they're going through. And those that have been married a long time and and those that, you know, seek the Lord on a continual basis, oftentimes you're able to identify certain things based on signs. And so it's not that you're getting in their business, but it can just be simple encouragement by saying, you know what, uh, me and my wife, you know, we want to invite y'all two out to dinner. Because, see, sometimes they need the motivation of another couple that's maturing and growing and to see yes. that they can make it past those certain things. And, and, in a, and in a realm like that, they might open up to where they've been really kind of concealing because, we know, in, in the church we have to look like we got everything right and perfect, don't we? But, but in those small circles, people are more at ease to, to open up about what's been happening. And so, so I believe that, you know, couples that, that are there in the church that are thriving, and what I mean by thriving, it doesn't mean that you don't have your problems because we all do, but you know we 're overcome by our testimonies and so so as you're there and you're still working in your marriage, reach out to them and support them and encourage them to continue on you know it's not going to be like this always and and of course, you know um even trying to direct them in some areas of help where you may not be able to help them in, and you know you may not you may not be there to see that thing. Uh, come to come to success, but you know we just got to be concerned with planting seeds as a, as married couples ourselves and the lives of other couples,
2: and let God, oh, that do, let God
1: do the growing. Yes, yes, oh, that, yes, that
2: is so true. Now you know, as, as, as in the church body and as church members, we have these different programs and organizations We have a women's ministry, we have a men's ministry, and I have mm-hmm. been a part of those ministry. But we never touched on those personal things of marriages and relationships. How important it is as men and women come together for them to at least sometimes touch on those things, because someone in that group may be struggling and on the verge of marriage time, yeah. And we we yeah. talk about fundraisers and we talk about you know, <laughs> And program, but we're not talking about the the, uh, the whole man because you can't separate life from the Bible. You can't do it.
1: You, you're right. You're right. And the great thing about doing that, you know, in the in the context of the church, is that you know the Bible becomes your boundaries for 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 that which is followed. You know, when a person when a person talks about things happening in marriage outside the church, you really invite. Uh, Worldly logic to come in You really invite different kind of philosophies You know, different kind of sciences To enter into your marriage About the things that work But, but in, in the context of the church in, in the body of believers You know, it really keeps us In line with what does God's word say And, and believe it or not either, either God is our God or he isn't Either God is God over everything Or he isn't And so, so we must first know If he's our God, let's trust him because you know he instituted this thing, and if he instituted, let's continue to go with him in marriage. So yeah, it's necessary in in the church that that's discussion. It's not a form of taboo in the church.
2: Yes, yes, and you know a lot of times, uh, you know, with my own person saying, people say, well, maybe you get into my business, but it will not. You bring some things that may not be, that may be on the hearts of people, but not being brought forth. Because we're looking uh-huh. for the pastor or the shepherd to kind of shepherd us, but we're not giving him nothing to work with. And we should be able to, <laughs> as brothers, say, man, you know, I was divorced, but not you, man. You and your wife, yeah, I was separated. You know, people don't yeah. realize me and my wife was separated for three long years, and God beat, her, God beat, beat her, but we got back together. Yeah. And so we know the boundaries. We know how far to go. And we know uh, mm-hmm. if our marriage is getting on, uh, getting on shaky ground to draw back and yeah. we need to correct it's we done been there done that and, and it breaks yeah. my heart it breaks my heart to see people that go through this three times, you know they've been oh, married yeah. three times and they still ain't figured it out you know oh. one, one time's enough for me you know oh man i don't, I don't know how
1: they can lift it through the madness of that I mean because I mean just just the transition, you know the tearing apart is just it's just so damaging. You know, because yes. now you you you're you're breaking a lifestyle that you've kinda gotten comfortable with and that you've come yes. to know and, and now you're having to go back out in life as if you're starting over again. I mean, yeah, that's that's hard to do. It's, it's hard. When, yes, it when we were separated, it was hard to do. So I can imagine, you know, with the divorce and, and then going through this whole thing again, and particularly even if you have kids, that it, it has to be, you know, a, a very difficult, very very difficult thing to go through. And so I, I don't encourage it at, at, at all. I mean, I, I don't encourage it. But I but I understand there are certain things that happen in marriages, but I, I don't encourage it.
2: And it's so true. And then also on the. On the flip side of that, you also have to, they have issues that they bring into a relationship.
1: You oh, were like yeah.
2: my third hub, and you were like my first hub, or you never can take the place of someone that they may have loved in past. Oh. And then you got this here, so, oh, you ain't like John. <laughs> Baby, John did what he could do. I could do what I could do. I'm not putting John down. Yeah, now, yeah, but John, yeah, yeah. But I could only do what I could do. I can't compete <laughs> against somebody that's no longer here earthly
1: yeah and and you know that's why that's why premarital counseling is necessary, and that's why marriage conferences and workshops are necessary while going through because again, we often find out uh that even years down the line, parts of us begin to emerge that this other person may not have known about. Yeah, and this person may look up one day and be like, that's not who I married. What in the world happened, you know, kind of kind of thing. But, again, now we, have to, now we have to help our spouse heal from whatever happened in the past and not just walk away saying, I didn't sign up from this, I'm out. No, you did sign up for this, even though you didn't know what was coming your way because trials and tribulations come to the average Christian, well, not to the married couple as well. Yeah. And so we've got to help, now help our wives heal. We call that ministering. Man, you know, oh, so husbands, we call it we call it pastoring our household. You know, we, yes. we, we, with, with with wives, we call it walking beside and even sanctifying the household as well.
2: Yeah. Oh, that is so true. Uh, we have our co host on the line. We're gonna bring. I want to ask you one other question. Uh, boundaries. Sometimes, yes. you know, we encounter problems on the job, or we encounter personal problem, and the spouse, or the, uh, either one, male or female, come home and say, "I don't want to be bothered." And sometimes time we we caretakers, caretaker. We want to dig it out of them. What what's the scenario based on your experience like that? Uh, if you have encountered anything, because sometimes we want us to fix things, and sometimes things they have to just work themselves out.
1: Yeah. Well, and again, um, de- defining defining how you're going to handle certain situations based on how you're wired. I believe that that a per, that that your spouse when they speak in the wrong tone. Um, will not will not be able to produce the best results from that conversation or that situation. So yes. if if you know if you know how your spouse is white and they tell you, you know, I need I need I need an hour before before I can be the person to respond to you in a loving kind of way, then then give them that. Um Again, my wife and I—we have a certain system. We have a certain way. Uh, the way my wife is, you know, when we have a spat, because we do have spats, you know, she has to she has to calm down and wrap her mind around what's right. Me too. And I'm, I'm ready to talk right then, because I'm like, I don't want nothing going on. But because of the love that she has for me, and she doesn't want to hurt me with words, she would say, "I'm not ready right now," and I need to respect that because what she's doing is she's thinking about me. You know, because we know that once words come out there, we can't pull those things back in. And so, so not everybody is mature enough to handle those words and still stay in that thing and work it out. And so, so recognize, you know, what's necessary from your spouse. And, and you also need to communicate what's best for you when, when you discuss or when you need to kind of just gel down a little bit, you know, when you need to digress. And then you can put on your, your husband hat or your honey hat or whatever it is and make your household a true paradise that it needs to be. But again,
2: those are defined
1: within the context of your marriage, you, you know, how each of y'all are wired.
2: Oh, that's so true. That's so true. Um, now, we're going to bring in our co host here and let him have a few words. Sure okay. Brother Daniel. Hey, y'all. Uh, uh, hey, baby. Right, we're about ready to hey. wrap up the program here. And uh, do you have any uh, remarks or any comments you'd like to say regarding what we've just been discussing? And and then uh, we're able to finish up the program.
1: Yeah. Um, First of all, I like to add that uh, you know I've been looking at a lot of TV programs and programs that on it, that tell you about a lot of celebrities and people in the world and people in the church and how they seem to have an image that they try to support that they're saying that really being married is something like uh, you're selling out or you're not really supposed to be like that. In fact I I, I I was reading the other day uh while they said uh uh Bobby Brown's and uh uh Whitney Houston's daughter got married. A lot of a lot of people uh in the you know, the magazines and stuff kinda of turned it down and said, Well it ain't gonna work, it ain't gonna work, you know, you know, why why wouldn't it work, you know? Yeah. yeah. You leave, give it a fans. You you know in you know, maybe but then again you look at it like maybe they got a lot of people off into the in the mix. You know, yeah. maybe they don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then are, uh, and another like I was looking at this guy like uh, Bob Marley. I was mm-hmm. looking at his life story and you can find out that he had eleven kids by seven mm-hmm. different women. Yes. But at the same time he was married. And yes. then now yeah, but then they asked him, "Was he married?" And he said, "No, I'm not married." I said, "Well, you got to be married, but at the same time, saying that he was a minister,
3: <laughs>
1: and, and then it's confusing in a way, in a way that you know people
2: mostly they don't they
1: don't they don't know really how how to act because they they, they don't have a nobody to go to with their with their problems or their mm-hmm. uh they that, that really have in, in, in marriages, you know. And if yeah. you go to your preacher, most of the time mm-hmm. he, you know, if he's not really like you, been through something, or he's been to school, he got a certificate showing that he he he, he did so many hours in doing this. They really don't, you know, they don't have time for it, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. So basically, mm-hmm. it's
1: like a trial, trial and error period that you yeah. go through, and then mostly, you know, you're going
2: downtown, and you know this. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. see. Well, thank let,
2: you, let, Brother Daniel. Uh, go ahead Daniels. and address that. Yeah. Hold on,
1: well, no, well, Brother well, Daniels. First, well, first of all, you know, the last thing he says, you know, then you want to you go downtown. You know, it's a tragedy of God that you go before God and to say that I take him or her to be my lawful husband or wife, and you do that in the sight of God, and you covenant with God. And then, you you know, you try to go downtown to a man to get this thing broken up. You know, uh, let's look here. Let's, let's, let's keep it all... And not just the sight of God, but but in the will of God within our marriages. And guys, and, and with that, you know, for healthy, for spiritual healthy marriages to grow, we have to. We really have to support one another, because the world is making it difficult. Um, Christina, Bobby, Christina Brownwell, or whatever her name was, the public or the media is probably going on the past tragedies of the father and the mother and saying that she's not going to be able to, to operate in a successful light when, when it comes to marriage. Right now is the biggest time that believers in Christian couples need to stand up, stand out, speak about marriage in the Bible way, in the way yes. that honors God, to, to contradict to go against to fight what's going out there, because right now again y'all already know on the on the books you know the same sex marriages you know are, are trying to flood its way all the way in, not only that, but now they're trying to define the 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 term of, of marriage in the sense of for life. We know that, you know, you're married until death kind of thing. But now they have people saying, well, the reason we have so many divorces is because marriage wasn't meant to be forever until the term life of a person. So let's treat marriage like our driver's license with an expiration date. Those are things that's on the book right now, guys. So so at a certain time, you can now give your wife or your husband back in like, you and I, like you're like trading on the least kind of card. That's, that's not God's way. But what has to happen as believers right now, our married couples, we've got to stand up and stand out. Even if our marriage may not be looking the best, we've got to let the world know that this is God's way and this is the best way to honor Him, and we'll see the fruit and the benefits once we do, guys. But we've been too quiet. We've been too quiet. So we've got to celebrate our, our marriage, celebrate our spouses. We've got to honor God in this thing.
2: Oh, that is so true. Well spoken. Well spoken. And you said something that really resonates with us because sometimes our marriages is not where we want them to be at that time, but we still mm-hmm. have to honor God. You know, yeah, it's easy yeah, to walk yeah. away, man. It's easy to give yeah. up and throw in hand. But what a blessing it is if you weather the storm. And so you can tell yeah. your grandkids and your cousins, your uh, coworker, hey, yes, I've been there, but God is able to hold us together. And that's God yes. also give us provisions, give us Courses, yeah, uh, of course, people like yourself, oh, yeah, marriage course uh, uh, coaches, that's able to speak about issues and real issues about real people, man. Yeah, you know oh, this yeah, is real yeah, yeah. issues dealing with real life uh, uh, situations, man. And, and yet, if you can if if he did it for you, he could do it for me.
1: That's right. That's right. And and again, it's not necessarily about my love for my spouse as much as as it is about my commitment to Christ, Jesus Himself. You know? Oh yes, yes, yes. And because of my because of my commitment to Him, you know, I'm going to continue to go forward and love my wife the way that He says I'm supposed to love her. Yeah, that's
2: that so true. Well, God bless you. God bless you. God bless. You. Oh, this is oh, a great you. show here. Uh, you know. uh we normally have two guests on on each week of our program, but you had so much information that I I wanted you to have the whole uh, uh, hour to be able to oh, share with us. And we had questions that were being brought about, and it, it, and it, you know what? And it, it laid some things before people to let them think about. You know, we talked yes. about the length of time for counseling based on your experience. Yes. We talked about the financial side of, of of marriage couples, and we talked about the friends. And you yes. know, and I never thought about that. I never thought about it. I should go to you know, that I should have went to my friends and something to get married. I'm d i went down and got married <laughs> and showed up and who is this? <laughs> my wife. Wait a minute, what about the one you picked last week? <laughs> you, know, oh, you know, so I, I you know what? And, and how important it is in thirty seconds, how important it is yes. for them to uh, talk to their family about being married. A lot of times we talk to everybody up but we go before mom and dad and say, I wanna yeah. do this this is who I want uh, You may not see it at this time But this is what I yeah. want what, How important it is for that It's very important with that Because
1: again We were all raised a certain way in households But when we come when we come to to, to the person that we love and we want to get married We tend to bring those things that we were raised in Into the table And so you might not understand, understand Some of the techniques, strategies, structures, methods That your father or mother use Or how they operate in And it's very useful that you know about this and so that when you go to the table You know how fruitful productive Beneficial or how defective that thing Is so so I think it's necessary That's just the key to growth know Who you are where you come from and even why You're kind of wired like you are based on what you've Been seeing from your own household so yeah It is necessary at all costs communicate Communicate
2: communicate God bless you God bless you. what a great interview We had here we've been speaking with Minister Corey Jefferson Our marriage, but this morning here, you know, the way uh, this is January the 1st, we wanted to start out on a good way. This is the first time that we ever brought this type of format to our program, but it's well needed. And, uh, uh, Mr. Corey, we'd like you to come back later on to give us an update and and continue to keep us plugged in to, uh, you know, and and encourage us and strengthen our marriage because our marriages have been challenged at every turn, regardless of your length of time. We all have right. challenges. <laughs> you know, yes, I, we do. I, I think so much. My my, my grandpa, my granddad, they eighty, ninety 80, 90 years old when they was living. They still was arguing. Said, Y'all are too old. Yeah. <laughs> but even at <laughs> that age, you still, I'm talking they just little pet yeah. arguments, you know. But it's yeah. the idea that yeah. you're never going to live in, in, in bliss and not upset each other. None of that if you left a light it's on right. somebody laying how You need to cut that light <laughs> out. And so that's something. And marriages need to be, know about those things.
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I and mean, when we go through it still, you know, as much as we, we try to counsel and be there, we go through it ourselves. And we got to pop the hood on our relationship, you know, often. See what's going on in there. It's so true.
2: It's so true. So it's I, so
1: true. I, yeah. So, brother, I mean, I, I really appreciate these, this opportunity to speak and, and just, just share the word of God, you know, and I pray that I've been a blessing, and, you know, I, I pray that, you know, uh, I'm able to continue to learn myself because I'm no expert, nobody is, and so God is the expert, and we just rely on him, and and that's how we move forward. So, brother, I truly appreciate you and, and, and this radio station, man, that's geared up to, to educating the body of believers so that we can grow and learn. So you're doing a great work, you and your wife and, and your staff, man. Keep doing the great job you're doing
2: God bless you. Again, uh, we're going to make our way over there to your uh, marriage uh, seminar as one for January 31st at 7 p.m.
1: Hey, we'll be looking for you.
2: All right. God bless you. Have a great day.
1: You too, my brother. Bye.
2: Oh, man. What a great interview that we had. Minister What a great interview. And that's we get ready to wind down. Brother Daniel. Brother Daniel. Yeah, man. God God bless you, man. What a great interview we had there with our marriage well, coach. Yeah, that was well needed. Well
1: needed. And he, he brought up a lot of a lot of subjects, man, that really, you know, you know, me, I can attest to, too, because, you know, uh, it's like you say, you wake up in the morning, you say, well, I don't, I didn't really know if it was going to be like this, you know.
2: Yeah. You know, it's, but when you make those vows, you, you know, I tell you, you know, do the good times and the work. bad times. For better and for worse. That's something... And 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 brother Daniel, uh, me and you have been knowing each other for quite a while, and we know how easy it is to get in and out of relationships because we are friends on it, and 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 we have done it at one time or another. But what a blessing it is to stay, hang in there, man. You know, and sometimes it get difficult. But if God be for you, who could be against you? And that wife and that husband can turn around. Sometimes it don't work, but then if it don't, then we learn from our, uh, you know, learn from our experience, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Brother Daniel, we're getting ready to get out of here, man. We want to thank you for being a guest, uh, our co-host for this program. And, and we're looking forward to uh, sharing this time uh, of the morning, Saturday morning, with you each and every opportunity to uh, encourage our men. when We never know which direction God is going to lead us in, but we know that he's leading, him, so we're going to follow his direction.
1: Amen, amen. And uh, I've been kind of slacking off on you, D. I know
2: that. But, Well, that's okay. That's okay. But uh, next week we have somebody else in. And I'm trying to get in touch with a young man that does uh, community awareness. He sets up uh, uh, information uh, seminars for things that's going on in the community, uh, West Dallas, North Dallas, Oak Cliff. And we're located in Dallas, Texas. Uh, And so we're going to bring him on to let us know what public forum is coming available and what resources are available for our community. And uh, we're also still dealing with our young people. We're going to continue that format. But we want to be able to take care of the whole man in this type of ministry.
1: So uh, what do basically do you have? What theme do you have for
2: 2014? I don't have a theme for 2014. We don't have one just yet. And I tell you what, we'll work on that. and Maybe we have something to share next weekend with our listening audience. Yeah, well, brother, next then, we got to have we, a poem. Okay, that sounds good there, man. We love your point. Man, well, we're about ready to get on out of here there. We're going to go ahead and have a word of prayer, and then we're going to be dismissed from this setting. Question to Heavenly Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for our guest this morning, Reverend Corey Jefferson, dear Lord, the marriage coach, and how he shared with us some things regarding marriage, some things, dear Lord, that we didn't know about, dear Lord, about adequate counseling, dear Lord. What a blessing it is to have counseling, dear Lord. Your word speaks on that, dear Lord. The counsel of many is a, is a blessing, dear Lord. How finances, dear Lord. How we need to take into account of the finances financial responsibility uh, uh, that we take on as we go into a marriage relationship and by friends, dear Lord. You are our friend, dear Lord, but we also have these earthly friends. Allow us to have godly friends, male and female, in the marriage relationship, dear Lord. And, the Lord, allow us to be able to uh, be, encourage encouraged one to another. My brother may be struggling with his marriage. My sister may be struggling with her marriage, dear Lord. Allow us to be able to speak words of it, encouragement to him, uh Because we are married, dear Lord, that the thing that we are facing, dear Lord, allow them to know that they will always have struggles, but God is greater. We pray these in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.